Welcome to the Good Life EDU podcast presented by the Nebraska ESU Coordinating Council. I'm your host, Andrew Easton. Thanks for joining us as we discuss the latest in digital learning across Nebraska and around the country. All right, I'd like to welcome everybody back for another episode of the Good Life EDU podcast. And today, uh, getting a chance to have some conversations about STEM, and so love that as a topic, and a great effort that's going on in our state to support not only Nebraska students, but even students across the country uh, with some of that work. And so this is actually coming out of UNO and our UNMC campuses here in Omaha. And so that organization is UBEATS, uh, and I'm grateful to Deanna Ingram, who is their curriculum and education specialist, uh, and also Zuzi Solkova, UBEATS' instructional technologist, for joining us for a conversation today about the work that they do. And so I'm going to welcome Deanna first to kind of give us a little bit of her backstory in education. Sure, and thanks so much, Andrew, for having us on. This is a great opportunity. So a little backstory is I did my education program here and then also my master's here and started my first teaching job here with Omaha Public Schools. And that was teaching fourth grade. And I did that for about five years and then decided I wanted to utilize some of the other parts of my degree. And so I transferred and started working within OPS with ESL at the TLC Literacy Center. And so I taught there for about three years And then I decided I really wanted to expand more than the classroom. And so I started looking at different curriculum and things like that development, and it led me here to UNMC. And I have learned so much, and it has stretched me way more than I thought possible, but all in good ways. And so that's how I am here today and part of the UNMC family and then even more part of the UBEATS group. And I'm just really proud of the work that we get to do and uh, pride in UBEATS for sure. Well, thank you, Andrew, to having us on this podcast. We're really excited to be here and to share UBEATS with the state of Nebraska and hopefully maybe even beyond. So uh, my name is Zuzi Salkova, and I am the UBEATS Instructional Technologist. And basically what that means is I am in charge of developing the e-learning modules that UBEATS has to offer. We use a really neat software that allows us to develop these really interactive modules. Like Deanna said, I also have a background in education. I got my degree from Illinois State University in biology education, and then I actually taught biology um, at the high school level in Illinois for a year, and then three years in Missouri in St. Louis. And then I ended up here in Omaha because my fiance accepted a position at UNMC. And since we moved here, I decided to try something new. And I actually worked at UNMC at a research lab, a cancer research lab for a year. So kind of shifted away from education and into the biology research field, which was a very interesting experience. But after a year of doing that, I really missed the educational piece um, of my life. And so this position came up and it's really a perfect position because it allows me to still continue my love of biology and creating resources 
that are biology related for middle and high school students, while also allowing me to work on the education side, but working with those educational theories and being able to create really um, effective and interactive materials for students here in Nebraska and beyond. So it's a perfect combination of both of my loves. So I love this position and I love the work that we do for UBeats. So I'm excited to share more about it. And thank you both for sharing a little bit of your backstory. It just makes me think, you know, there's so many things that we as educators get to love about our job when we're classroom practitioners, right? That it's working with children, that it's really, I always found it fascinating to design learning experiences in whatever, you know, that lives digitally or something that you do in person. And then just always being able to be a lifelong learner. And so I can hear across all the experiences that it sounds like you both have navigated that you got a chance to feed those in different avenues leading to UBeats. And so I think before we go any further, we got an acronym here that we need to break down. That's pretty difficult for us in education, right? There's a million of them out there. So can you start off maybe by explaining UBeats as an acronym and give us a backstory? Sure. UBeats actually stands for UNL and UNMC building excellence and academics through STEM. Uh, A lot of educators love that they see that word STEM at the end. And I would say we definitely offer areas that fit within STEM, but we are expanding, right? We, We have health science now and we have public health and we have academic success modules. And we'll get more into those, I'm sure, as we discuss. But how UBeats came to be is... We are collaborators with the UNMC High School Alliance, and they are an incredible program here on the UNMC campus, and they offer really great hands-on skills-based education for health science for students in high school. You know, when I was a classroom teacher here in Omaha, that I had a few students who were able to be a part of that experience, uh, and they would show up on the campus there at UNMC and get to learn some things about being I don't know, it's kind of felt like pre-med, right? <laughs> to get a chance to get some exposure, right? Uh, I guess before we go even much further, can you speak to what the alliance is for folks that aren't familiar? Because I know the kiddos that I had the chance to uh, know that were part of those programs absolutely loved it. Yeah, that's great. I love that you have some knowledge of that too. Um, so it is for high school students. Those grade ranges, I don't want to quote because I'm not... Yes. Particular juniors and seniors, sorry. Juniors and seniors. There we go. Um, You're spot on, Andrew, in that it is, it's almost like a mini med school, right? And it is to give students that opportunity to come onto campus and really get a sense of what being in a medical profession would be like. They learn basic skills that you might see in a career course for EMT or anything. They they learn those and they get to practice them here along with the content that's needed to make them successful. So that would probably be my little bubble of what UNMC High School Alliance is, but I know there is probably even more that they're able to provide for those students to really make them successful in the future for a health science or health career. Well, yeah, the student that I'm thinking of has since gone on and he is in college right now majoring in something that has to do with medicine and also engineering uh, and designing like some of the, I'm guessing at least, (laughs) some of those uh, amazing devices that help physicians uh, do the great work that they do. And so, so that's what personal experience I have in sort of secondhand understanding some of the great work that you all are doing. And so to speak to that a little bit more broadly, then it's my understanding that there's 
as you know, like limited space for this as an initiative. And we're talking juniors and seniors, maybe exclusively. And so um, we got a chance to chat before the pod today a little bit about how UBeats is an opportunity to reach more students with some of these materials. And so let's dive into that a little further. Yeah, and what we've really seen is the sooner that you get students interested in some of these careers, the more they will pursue careers like this. And so that's why we wanted it to extend the age range out to middle schoolers. Let's just get them interested. Let's get them on board as soon as possible so that they can continue this career path and really develop into these health science careers. And like you said, for some of these students, beyond the health science careers, they're probably thinking just, oh, doctors and nurses. But as you mentioned, there are so many other health science careers. So let's expose them to those careers early. Let's show them the pathway to get to these careers and some of the skills that they may need there. And the High School Alliance does a great job of doing that. Unfortunately, it's just restricted really, you know, regionally to the Omaha area. But as you know, there's a whole other part of the state that also should have access to resources like this. And that's where UBeats comes in, where we are trying to provide these experiences in a digital format. We recognize that this is not going to be exactly the same. Um, however, it's a good supplement and a good way to just get the information out there to um, the students to be able to figure out what these careers are, um, but then also assist them in the classes that they're going to be taking as well. So a lot of our modules are focused on biology concepts, um, but then also some of them are focused on careers and maybe some even deeper concepts that they might not even get to until they get to those professional schools. So it's a really neat way to intertwine all of those needs. Yeah. And so would you say that's kind of the mission or purpose uh, for UBeats is really to provide early exposure to future career pathways within medicine right? or just like, <laughs> like broadly so that there's an understanding that there are various career opportunities beyond what students might otherwise think? Yes, definitely. And beyond what they might learn in school. So just to give you kind of an example of some of the things that they might see, we know that high school students are probably taking chemistry courses. One of the things that they might be interested in from those chemistry courses is the field of pharmacology. And so we have several modules that go into how are pharmaceutical drugs developed? What is the process of getting that approved? And that's something that you probably won't ever learn about in high school courses, but it, this is a great way to get students thinking about that. And it's a great way to just expose them to some extra things to help kind of put a little light bulb in their head and be like, oh, this is actually very interesting to me. Let's see what other things I can do with this information. Oh, that reminds me of a conversation I had with my daughter recently where she said, why do we have to learn all these different subject areas and I really like this one and this one like well because you have to be exposed to those sometimes because you might not even know the thing that you're passionate about until you've had an opportunity to really lean into it and it's so great that these resources that you all are creating are not just meant for the Omaha Metro students to be able to lean into it but that across our state these resources are there and Full disclosure, too, as we were scheduling this podcast, I did reach out to some of my ESU colleagues, and I know uh, Diana Steinbrink at ESU 10 uh, spoke glowingly of her collaboration and some of the resources that she's had a chance to access through UBeats for teachers and learners there. So let's, let's dive right into that then, I guess. Give us a little bit better sense of when we say resources and when we say modules, what does this look like from the learner's end and what types of experiences are students able to access? 
Sure. And Andrew, as we were talking, I was kind of thinking, I'm going back a little bit, but I think it's important to mention that, you know, when we came on board, we were told that there are currently 13, 14 counties in Nebraska that don't have a primary care physician. And so part of our initiative and our goal as well is to, as Zuzi said, give that exposure, but then to get them into a pathway that's going to get them, whether it is a doctor or some health science field, but then get them back out into rural Nebraska, right? Because that is a need in over half of our state. And I think it's not talked about enough. (laughs) That need is so great. And so this is just one tiny, tiny little piece of that puzzle that helps in bringing that awareness, bringing that exposure, and hopefully getting students on a pathway that will get them into a medicine career or some kind of health science career, but then encourage them to go back and support the communities they come from. So moving on from that, um, when it comes to UBeats, we offer over 80 different modules. And as mentioned, those all fall within different content areas. We have modules more specific to genetics. I mean, we have more modules that fall into pharmacology and chemistry, modules in pathology and microbiology. And then we also offer modules in areas of cancer and public health. And then we just recently added an academic success area. And so that would be like how a student can have a good growth mindset and how they can prepare for exams because we care about the student as a whole person, right? As educators, it's not just you need to know science, you need to know writing, you need to know math. They're important, but it's the, the student as a whole. And so something that's really great about UBeats is educators can take this resource and they can give those content pieces that are important, but they also can come back and say, oh, I see you're struggling here. Maybe we can look at this module together and discuss what growth mindset is, right? And so it's just kind of a cool piece that we've been able to add and just only enhance what we're able to offer. And then as Zuzi mentioned, one of our most popular areas of module development and study are those career modules. And that's, again, for that exposure and to get students interested in the different areas of science and health science there are. Um, I will let Zuzi talk more about the actual logistics of once you're in Canvas, you're, you've signed up, you're in UBeats, what that looks like for modules. Yeah, thank you, Deanna. So what a module looks like, it's a multimedia product, which is great for, you know, our middle school and high school students with shorter attention spans. Um, a lot of our modules They have video components. Some of them have characters. They have storylines. All of our modules have interactive pieces. So whether that's going to be like a multiple choice question or a drag and drop or identify on the screen where you have to click on the specific section, they're very interactive. They're all made through the lens of middle and high school students. So making sure that the language is appropriate for that level, um, making sure that the vocabulary words are 
are made big and made sure that they are defined. So there is an audio component as well. So there is a speaker that speaks throughout the module. There's captioning. So students who need captioning can also have that. Um, we also have a transcript. So in case um, maybe some students where English is their second language, they can follow along with the transcript as well. So we do have a lot of accessibility pieces within the modules as well. The way that all of the modules are set up, it pretty much goes, you know, content, review, content, review, and then a summative assessment at the end. Very similar to the way that teachers put together their lesson plans. And these modules are designed to be anywhere between 15 and 20 minutes in length. So that's a great amount of time to do it in class or as like a homework assignment, a review assignment. And then the summative assessment is 10 questions and the students get their grade at the end. And a great thing is that then the teachers can have access to the students' grades as well. So they can use that to just track to see which students are completing the modules and how they're doing on those modules. Wow. Love hearing kind of the learner experience uh, as they go through that. And as you mentioned, the structure, uh, love the accessibility as well, that those considerations have been made for diverse learner needs. And have you all had the opportunity to get a chance to talk with teachers or maybe even some of the students who've accessed these resources? What have been some of the insights you've gleaned um, from talking with those folks that have utilized these resources? Yeah. So part of my job, I guess I didn't really explain this in depth, but part of my job is just that, is outreach, meeting with teachers, and seeing how UBEATS can best be utilized in their classroom. Uh, so we have several, through different conferences we've attended, we have several teachers that are our go-to when we say, hey, how is this going? Um, because they use UBEATS on a very regular basis. For other teachers, we found that it might be, hey, I can use some of these modules for this area of content I'm teaching. And that's that's fine. We love that UBeats has a place somewhere within your school year. We do have some teachers, I can think of one that is from Florida that really loves those academic success modules. I haven't had a chance to talk with her to see how how they're actually being used, but they're being used, right? So we do know that that looks different for every teacher based on what their need is in that moment. For students, we have some students that have individually heard of UBeats, not through a teacher, not through, I don't know how they heard of us, but they did, and that's awesome. And so they have signed up on their own, and they've been using it, whether it might be just, hey, I know for sure I want to go to UNMC when I graduate, and I want to go into College of Nursing. I'm going to do whatever I can. It might be that kind of reasoning, or it could be, I have talked to some students that say, I have a big biology test coming up and you had about three modules that were good review. And so I used it for that. So there's really no bounds to how it's being used. We've heard different things from teachers and from students. So. Well, Indiana, you know, as you're sharing that, it makes me wonder then if this is something you could take in preparation for enrolling in post-secondary, you know, education based upon these types of careers? Is this something where maybe a certificate would be awarded so that you could have some sort of credentialing almost, I guess, uh, that you could use as part of your case for getting accepted into a, a certain program at, at a university or college? You know, it's so interesting that you bring that up because this is actually a huge thing that we're talking about right now. And this is actually a huge 
the question that's being talked about across the University of Nebraska in general. And this is the process of badging and giving out these micro-credentials to students. So this is something that we are actually working with UBeats to make badges that are specific to kind of like a pathway to different careers. So kind of aligning the career modules that we have and having students go through other modules to kind of set them up on this path to that specific career. Um, so we are in the pilot stage right now of this badging process, um, which has been very interesting. A lot of technical skills are involved and we're still learning a lot along the way. But it gives us the opportunity to work with some of the colleges that are on UNMC's campus to kind of see what are some ways that we can set students up who are in middle school and high school to be able to start this process of looking at post-secondary schools, because that's really what UNMC typically is. So this badging process, we are currently working with the High School Alliance to pilot this program. And the way that it would look is students would complete a certain amount of modules in a specific category, and then they would get a virtual badge through a system called Badger. So that's B-A-D-G-R. I think that's how it's spelled. And that's um, a big initiative that the University of Nebraska system has going on right now. Wow, that is really cool uh, and awesome to hear that that's where these efforts are already at, right, in conversation and piloting and potentially going, yeah, moving forward. So uh, something that I would like to highlight at this point is that these resources are free, right? If you haven't gleaned that from our conversation to this point, these are not meant to um, exclude anyone uh, with regards to access. And so I don't know if you want to speak to that and, and how UBeats has been able to make that possible. Yeah, so we as educators, that's our favorite word, right? Free. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what it is. I'll use it in my classroom. It's great. Um, so thanks to multiple generous donors, we have been able to provide our enrollments free of charge. And that is not solely for Nebraska, that is worldwide. We have several students in Guam, we had some in our first round from Thailand. So UBeats is pretty expansive in who it's reaching, but we are able to provide that uh, right now as free of charge. And so very simple process to get those resources. And I think it's also um, important to mention that this is a resource for students, right? But we also, our program also gives resources for teachers with those modules. So we do have those teacher guides that can assist teachers, give them a little bit of uh, knowledge for vocabulary that's important for these content areas. I know coming from ESL background that vocabulary was sometimes all I taught. And so having that vocabulary already pulled out for me as an educator and say, hey, this can go on my word wall or hey, I can use this in a Kahoot huge, right? It's already done for you. So this is for students, but it's also important to mention that we do try to support and give that assistance and those tools also for teachers that are using UBeats. And then we can provide coaching, we can provide visits, we can do all of that to better assist. If you're not in Nebraska, probably via Zoom, but then otherwise, yeah, we'd love to come and support teachers that way. But that's all free of charge. So it's great that we're able to offer those services and this resource as well. I also want to jump in and say, 
all of our modules are already aligned to the next generation science standards, uh, which I know is huge for teachers. Um, we actually have a matrix on the teacher resources page that you can actually go through and look at the module, see what next generation science standards it's aligned to. So that makes hopefully your lesson planning a lot easier. And I love that you went there, Susie, because, you know, on the one hand, we can champion the fact that these are free. And then on the other say that these are absolutely intentionally aligned yeah, to, to those standards uh, and vetted, right, as well. So maybe speak to that briefly. Yeah, so when we go through the process of developing these modules, we always make sure that we're working with a subject matter expert. Um, most of them are from UNMC, so they're going to be professors or faculty members who work in that specific area. We also have some from UNO and UNL as well. So we work through and develop the objectives for the module. We stick to three objectives because we know middle school and high school students, that's about the max that they can do um, in 15 minutes. And then we go through and develop the module with the subject matter expert and they go through the transcript and make sure that everything is scientifically accurate, the most up-to-date research-based information for all of those modules, which as a former science teacher, that's huge because there's, you know, you can find things on the internet and then you don't have a chance to go through them. And it turns out that there was something written in there that maybe was not explained the best or, you know, wasn't scientifically accurate. But because we have worked with subject matter experts on all of our modules, you can be certain that they are all the best information for your students. Absolutely love hearing that. And uh, gosh, as I say every week, uh, 30 minutes goes really quickly. <laughs> so uh, as we are drawing to a close here, a couple of things I would want to point out. And I think the first of those would be just to speak to where listeners can access uh, these materials and maybe even a little bit about the process for doing so once they get there. Sure. So I'll start with where you go first and then Zuzi can finish with, okay, I'm here. So what now? <laughs> um, so first, the easiest way is to sign up. We do require an enrollment and that, that registration form, I would say takes about two minutes tops. So you visit our website, unmc.edu slash ubeats, uh, and you'll see a little box on the side that says sign up for ubeats. And then you get there and it's a pretty simple process after that. I will get those enrollments and then my job is to fulfill them and I will send the person that requested that. I will send them the logins, number of seats they've requested for the Canvas course and those passwords. Also, all of our students are de-identified. So we are COPA compliant. I know for some districts that's really important and data sharing, all of that. So I, I have no idea who student 01234 is. It just goes to the teacher and then they can disperse those as they see best. So once those students have their login and their password and the teacher is ready to start UBeats, then that's when they will visit Canvas and I'll turn it over to Zuzi to finish that process. Yeah, so all of our modules are housed on the University of Nebraska Canvas page. So the way that they log in, each student has their own individual login. In addition, teachers have their own logins as well, so they're able to access all the same information as their students. So then after the students get onto the Canvas page, it's very easy to navigate. The modules are organized into categories, so the teacher can tell them, oh, you need to click on the genetics modules, and then you'll 
find it in this specific category. What's really neat is on the Canvas page, once they get to the modules, the students will see the module and they just click on it and then it launches. The teachers have the teacher guide right next to it, so they are able to go through and you know make sure they prepare with that teacher guide as well. And so it's a really easy way to access those modules for both the student and the teacher. And so we try to make it as, as seamless as possible on that Canvas page. Gosh, terrific. And recently we did record an episode on the Canvas Consortium here in our state and know that uh, the number of schools using Canvas uh, has only gone up exponentially over the course of the last two to three years. And just to be clear too, even though if your local institution does not utilize Canvas, you could still access Canvas as a course and just would be a slightly different platform than what you might be used to using uh, at your home school in your in your home district. So that was question number one that I had as a closing call to action. And number two here would also be to say, where can folks uh, find you to learn more, to connect, maybe even in person? Uh, I know there's a lot of events coming up here in the future. And so maybe pointing folks to where you all will be at so that they can get their questions answered in person if that's a curiosity. Absolutely. We have a March is a very busy month. So if you are going to be at the HOSA State Conference on UNO campus, I believe that's in a couple weeks here, beginning of March, UBeats will be there for two different sessions we'll be presenting at. Uh, then we will also be at the Nebraska Rural Community Schools Association Conference in Kearney, and that will be at the end of the month. Uh, we will be having a table and poster presentation at the NIDA conference, which is at the CHI Center. And that's again in March. And then we have our big conference, which will be out with the National Consortium of Health Science Education. And that's in Seattle. So if you're up for a road trip, <laughs> you can come see us there, but that will be in the fall. So any of those, we would love to meet our teachers, love to meet our students and connect with you over UBeats and how it's working. Terrific. And love just pointing to those events in particular. Shout out to Jack Moles uh, with NERCSA. Love that conference myself and uh, would certainly encourage rural educators or anyone to sign up to attend there. Uh, and also the Spring NIDA uh, is a great conference here in our state for technology and technology integrationists and best practices in those spaces. So shout out to Julie Moore uh, and all those folks that are doing great work in getting that conference together for our educators in Nebraska. So all that being said, um, to bring this to a close, I just want to say thank you both for putting these resources together, for recognizing that there are needs out there for our kiddos who are interested in going into these really important professions so that uh, we can get them intrigued, right? And get them the kind of uh, learning necessary for them at an early age to spark that curiosity, but to also give them a sense of confidence as they attain new knowledge and, and learn some of those things probably much earlier than they would otherwise have access to those. And so, uh, and to do that in a way that's on demand and innovative as uh, UBeats is sharing this out. So that being said, thanks for joining us for today's podcast. And I'll be sure to share your information uh, in the show notes too. So if folks are looking to connect, we'll point you to UBeats. Be sure to look there. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you.